we experienced our second earthquake of the week just barely. Um, it's movie time. It, it is. It's movie time in America in Cedar City from an undisclosed location where we're filming this episode. Montana. What? <laughs> um, well, it's, it's December. It's time for some year-end lists. Christmas. Christmas. Well, not quite, but we got the tree up. We're in the spirit. We're wearing our we're wearing our comfy sweats. Drink some hot. We drank some hot cocoa earlier. Yeah, I'm not even a hot chocolate guy. Yeah, really. Yeah, that's sad. Because like not a lot of people know how to make it good. Mm. It was good. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Well, we are here to count down our year end movies list. I've got ten. You got ten. I got ten. 10 movies we're going to talk about our favorites from this year. I feel like it's important to disclose that like while we review a lot of movies and like, obviously that's kind of why we're here recording this. Um, I didn't watch every movie that came out this year, no. regardless of whether or not it was like a big release or everyone was hyped about it. Like there was a couple like Barbie. I didn't really have all that much desire to see, but we were like, all right, let's, let's go, yeah. let's go check it out. You know what I mean? But um definitely not every movie is being incorporated into my survey size yeah. here because i just didn't yeah. see them all. i literally <clears throat> looked up to see which movies came out this year i yeah. didn't know that over 400 movies came out this year which For is sure which is nuts because of like the whole uh writer strike thing yeah and mm-hmm. there's still over 400 anyways yeah yeah so just the ones that we decided we wanted to for sure for sure so like for example um killers of the flower moon is is a very highly rated movie i think we both want to see that one it hasn't really been in the theaters too much near us um and so like i'm i'm assuming based on reception that it's had and what i like in movies if we were to go back and remake this list in like six months after i've gotten the chance to see it it might crack into this list right um there's a ton of movies coming out at like christmas time that we're not going to include here ferrari um aquaman charlie and the chocolate factory well sorry it's willy wonka yeah yeah charlie's not in this one nope um there's anyways that being said this is just kind of year-end movies we enjoyed a lot uh in in what we've seen this year so it's more of a instead of like best movies of the year maybe it's more of like our top yeah like the the movies we enjoyed the most this year perhaps so um how do you want to do this man do you want to go first or do you want me to go first you can go first all right i feel like you go first a lot so it's it's my turn for sure absolutely um let's start things off strong here um i feel like this would probably be a little controversial pick just because there's a lot of movies that i didn't include that i did see this year um, but it's a movie I enjoyed a lot. Um, I definitely don't think it's up to the quality of, of some of these others though. And it's blue beetle. Okay. Um, DC's, uh, kind of reinstalled, like, you know, they're kind of in this weird spot right now of, of trying to revamp their universe a little bit. Um, but it was super cool to just kind of meet a superhero that was fighting some, you know, personal threats, like not so much galactic universal stuff going on um so anyways i enjoyed that little bit smaller scale superhero movie for this year and i'm going to jump next into my ninth which is another dc movie uh it's the flash and while this film faltered faltered faulted faulted struggled 
<laughs> we'll say struggled instead of whatever word I was just trying to say. Um, on a lot of fronts, I I do really enjoy the plot line. I think yeah. that the concept of the plot's really cool. It's really awesome, just regardless of quality, to see that character and that storyline brought to the big screen. Yeah. Um, uh, despite everything going on with Ezra Miller, I think his performance in the film was pretty solid, as well as Michael Keaton's and Sasha Kaye. Um, so I, I, there's a lot of aspects of it that I really enjoy, but definitely some things that are going to keep it at the bottom of right. my list. Absolutely. Um, and above that one, I'll go uh, with Guardians of the Galaxy in eighth place, uh, third installment in that franchise. Uh, a very good emotional journey. I, I found myself really connecting with the characters a lot, which is pretty cool because I've always enjoyed the Guardians films, Absolutely. but like have never really said they're like my favorite Marvel characters or or films. So it was really awesome to like kind of have that connection and and um, feel you know more uh, interested in yeah. in the in the character development in that movie, which was right. awesome um seventh switching lanes a little bit from superheroes to not really all that different of a genre though uh with the creator from oh, david yeah. washington uh I, I thought this film was really well executed definitely not quite what i expected it to be yeah. just based on the trailers um but like in a welcome way like it was kind of cool to see something different than what i was just expecting to happen right. so um that one was super awesome and then we're really getting into some of my favorites here towards the top with number six being Gran Turismo. Wow. Um, pretty high up there, but not quite a top five film for me. Yeah. I really love the cinematography of this one. Um, it was a super interesting plot to make a biopic about yeah. for Yan Mardenborough and the whole Nissan team and, and kind of this whole concept of sim racing to real racing um, got me really interested in racing. You yeah. know, I've been, you're diving in into formula one like crazy now and and so uh super cool film i really enjoyed that one um the the emotional acting from some of these characters was super cool to see like i, yeah. I feel like i've been missing that from a lot of movies and to see that come out a little bit more this year in some of those maybe not big budget films like oppenheimer or barbie but in a movie yeah. like this or in blue beetle was was pretty cool to see so um i'll jump up to fifth now with Creed three, Michael okay. B. Jordan. Um, I thought it was a solid directorial debut for him. Yeah. A good addition to the franchise definitely had its own flavor on it, which was really nice to not feel like I was just watching a third iteration of the same thing, but yeah. like when its own lane, more character development gave us a, a new unique storyline, introduced us to, to some new characters. Um, definitely some things that held it back from being like my favorite movie. I yeah. think there was, some uh, writing choices that I maybe would have gone a different direction with. Um, obviously the inclusion of Sylvester Stallone's character, Rocky would have been very cool to see, right. um, but just couldn't happen in this film. So, uh, but anyways, a film that I really enjoyed a lot. Um, definitely not as good as the first couple creeds, but nonetheless, a great watch for this year. Um, and then we'll go up to fourth, um, a film that we were very hyped about. Um, you included on a list earlier this year, I hadn't seen it yet, so didn't include it, but it's uh, Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer film. Yeah. We actually just finished up watching it um, for the second time for you. Yeah. Um, definitely a little different than what I was expecting going into the film. Yeah. Um, based on the promotion and based on the hype that it received immediately when it came out, I had a little bit bigger expectations for it. And I wouldn't say I was let down by the film at all, but uh, definitely wished some things would have been 
um, discussed more, looked into more, right. depicted more, um, and and some aspects that like I didn't really care for all that much that were included. But some great acting, like all star cast. You couldn't handpick a better cast for a movie literally if you tried. Nolan's a, of course a great director and writer we know that we know he's going to do great stuff with that great practical effects all that kind of stuff um for sure a staple as like one of the biggest movies of the year and and uh, a really well-made movie 100 yeah. percent um but I think it it got a little overhyped I That's think fair. it's not quite like the top echelon of what I know Nolan can make in movies. So anyways, it sits at four, uh, number three, I would, I would say this is maybe like the biggest surprise for me of the year. And it was air with Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Yeah. Such a good film. I, I really loved getting to know a character. That's not just like a character you would expect to make a biopic about, you know, it wasn't a Phil Knight biopic. It wasn't a Michael Jordan biopic, but it was really about, Sonny, the you know Matt Damon's character who really revitalized the Nike basketball industry, which is like the biggest basketball industry there is right yeah. now. So super cool, super good um, storytelling in that film. Acting was great. I will say the reason it's fallen a little bit as the year's gone on for me is I don't really love the depiction of Michael Jordan in the film. In that he's there's there's very little of him shown despite so many big scenes that he should be in yeah um and i understand why they don't want to detract from what they're telling but i feel like the way they depicted him was more distracting than if they were to just show him show him in in a smaller capacity you know what i mean um but nonetheless a great biopic one of the biggest surprises especially being like an amazon original not like a big you know film studio movie um, but just something they felt so confident about that they send it to theaters anyway and end up doing super well. Yeah. Um, so I, I really enjoyed that one a lot. Um, second, Mission Impossible 7. Super, super good. Yeah. I, I really found myself enjoying this film. Um, Mission Impossible is is an interesting franchise for me because there's so many that I think are classics. Yeah. And there's so many iconic scenes. But I don't really know that they've told brilliant stories in every movie. Mm-hmm. And this was one of those times where I was like, wow, this story is very good. Interesting. And the action is equally as in- interesting to watch. Yeah. Um, Tom Cruise is an absolute madman. He <laughs> he's, he's just driving motorcycles off cliffs on the first day of filming so that they know if they can do it or not. Uh, an absolute crazy guy out there doing crazy stunts but i i love the film and and really just loved that the storytelling of this film was matched by the action where i feel like in the past it's just been a lot of action without yeah. a very intriguing storyline right i'm surprised that one's not your number one I really thought, i thought that one was going to be your number one yeah it's it's a very good film um but number one for me it may be a cop-out we've said it all year long <laughs> yeah um it's just it, it's it's I'll say it first. It's uh, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, the second installment in this franchise. Um, it's so it's so crazy to me how long it's been since I saw a great animated film. And instead of just being like, wow, this is a good animated film or this was a great Pixar or Disney or whoever put it out at, yeah. at that time just like walking out of there and this being like, this was a phenomenal movie. Yeah. Like no 
you know asterisk put next to it like oh it's 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 good for a kids movie or it's good for a cartoon or it's good for animated feature like just walking out of there and being like this was a fantastic film yeah and the character development was phenomenal the introduction of a lot of new characters was super cool um so anyways i i really found myself loving this movie as the year went on and just coming back to like movie moments that it had a lot throughout the year um so yeah that's that's my list it's a pretty good list yeah miles morales spider-man number one great film and uh that's what i have to say about this year so far that's about do you have any honorable mentions i i will shout out a couple um i'm deciding i I, tmnt Mm. uh the teenage mutant ninja turtles film was a close one for me because it was again kind of like a, a really fun animated yeah. feature to watch. Um, I ended up not putting it in because I felt like acting performances from films like Blue Beetle and The Flash were better. Mm. Um, but again, like I said, just a really fun movie to watch. It was really enjoyable. I loved seeing some justice for the storytelling of yeah. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when I feel like a lot of times they've just kind of been like this, you know, cast yeah. aside comic book right. franchise. Um and then I'll also say Insidious chapter. Mm. Well, I keep saying chapter three. I think it's the fifth Insidious, yeah, yeah. but it's really the third part of the first so the two movies. Story. Right. Um, and and I like this definitely the reason it didn't make my list is it's not that great of a movie in terms of how well made it was. Mm. But just in, in being a fan of the franchise, it was super cool to see it come full circle like that, to see the original cast brought back together yeah. and develop in a real meaningful way was really enjoyable um I, I genuinely it was the first time in a while that a horror movie gave me nightmares <laughs> and not in that like i was like so traumatized by it, like but i just was sleeping and had the dream of the um mri scene yeah and i was like i woke up and i was like Whew, that was a little creepy <laughs> so anyways enjoyed that one a lot super fun to see that franchise uh come full circle so those are those are mine that's pretty good. Those both of those are in my top ten. Really? Yeah. Sweet. So I'll start with my honorable mentions. One being Blue Beetle, um, solid film. Uh, there were definitely some scenes where I was just like, "All right, what are we doing here?" Like George Lopez just automatically knowing how to fly the beetle <laughs> around. <laughs> like for it, sure. I, like I'll give him credit. He did great. He was um, a great comic relief for the movie right um the grandma just having the like being the reason to somebody's vietnam flashbacks is ridiculous <laughs> um, yeah but i mean it, it was fun just i didn't in, i did enjoy it a lot just not for a top 10 fair enough the other one would be transformers i think it's rise of the beast or yeah something like that mm-hmm. it was just super fun like i i don't remember the last time I've seen a Transformers movie. Sure. Saw this was coming out. I was like, you know what? I'll give it a watch. Let's, let's try yeah. it out. And now it's connected to like G.I. Joe and like <laughs> right. all of this stuff. Pete Davidson is a is a Transformer. But he actually, he surprised me. Like shout out cool. to him. He did phenomenal. Yeah. But so those ones were fun. Just they were better in my opinion. So at number 10, we have The Flash. Perfect. Which... For me, it was hard to put in this list because I was one of those people that just hated on it a lot. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, thinking about it more and more, like, the plot and, like, just the idea with with where they were going was really good. Um, yeah. 
especially like him being the villain at, like in the end like he's the reason that like everything's going crazy mm-hmm. and then just emotional connection between like like him and his mom and like this is my now my last time getting to see my mom and right like, i'm still trying to help my dad out of jail and all of this stuff um along with great performances from michael keaton and supergirl yeah sasha kai yep, that's yep. Her. um but yeah so that has to stay at number 10 and number nine is where i have tmnt okay it was just really fun i loved the new take on the ninja turtles from right what we've had in the past not so great um i think it was cool that they took teenagers very seriously in this one like they're being <laughs> super cringy like yeah talking about how drake's the go and we all know that's not the case so you know <laughs> yeah just we'll have that debate on another episode <laughs> saying things that just aren't true yeah um i think that will help this movie age well despite the fact that it'll age poorly yeah. like in that kind of ironic sense right like everyone looks back to when they were a teenager and it's just like oh what the heck like I, that was so cringy <laughs> and that's what people are gonna look back on those jokes and be like so yeah in a very ironic sense i think right. that ages well it was it was just such a fun movie i like i felt like i had to include it somewhere into this list for sure um at number eight i put guardians three um usually probably in the past i'd probably put marvel movies way higher sure um and i mean i've loved the Guardians since the first one um i love that we finally got a rocket background story kind of see like where he came from how he actually was created um it was great like i, I don't really have a problem with the movie just there's yeah better movies sure year. so loved it though uh number what seven we have where i put creed three i just felt like there's i feel like there were a lot of great movies this year yeah so i feel like it's not that they're low it's there's just that there's things a lot of great movies for sure for sure um it's unfortunate with all the events happening with jonathan majors and i don't know what's going on or definitely whatever um but within this movie he did a great performance um the first time that i've seen him in a role uh michael b jordan did great with his first um directing right um he killed it even in in the movie himself it was cool. Yeah. I liked um, that he implemented anime scenes be- just because that's something that he really likes. Yeah. So you can see kind of that style if you do watch any anime or see clips or whatever. For sure. But you definitely see that. And I like that it ended up making the actual movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, Next, we have The Creator. Solid movie. Um, I'm glad that it wasn't iRobot part two slash <laughs> ai yeah uh it was slow at points and i don't even think it was slow at points i think it was slow at one point and i'm being dramatic <laughs> but uh no it's it's fair that's fair for sure is it's cool like the infiltration like the double agent like the beginning and yeah nobody really knowing like what's going on and then you try to find out, okay, like, why are we trying to destroy AI? Like, what's the real reason here? And it's this entire journey trying to find out that just to find out that, oh, 
it's actually the humans that are bad. Yeah. We got to save AI. I don't like that actually. Yeah. But that was that was my big gripe when we reviewed it too. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, the more I think about it, that's kind of scary. Stop yeah. Trying to tell me to save AI. I'm still yeah. not for it. Um <laughs> still nonetheless, great movie. Right. Um, what are we in? Uh, two, four. We're in my top five. At number five is where I put Insidious. Okay. I love wow. It. That mainly because the first Insidious movie is was the first scary movie I've ever seen in my life. Right. And so I already had like, I mean, traumatizing experience <laughs> from this movie. I couldn't sleep for like a week and a half. Yeah. But I thought the story was great. There are a couple cheesy moments. Sure. But I feel like nowadays a lot of horror movies have cheesy moments. Yeah, that's and I wouldn't even just say nowadays. Like horror movies are kind of yeah. known for that. Right. So <laughs> to not have that, that's where I probably would have been surprised. Right. Um and then minus like the third and the fourth insidious movie, like they were cool, but I was invested in, you know, the actual story, mm-hmm. these characters, they finally come back and they, they put an end to it. They like solve it. It's done. Yep. So it was just a nice wrap up of the the story, whether they make more and do kind of like what they did with three and four, who knows, but sure. that family it's wrapped up and, and I liked how it ended Um, at number four. I agree with you. This is where I have Oppenheimer. Okay. Um, earlier when I had just first seen it, it was a top three for me, but it's it's just not a movie I'm I'm gonna come back to. Like the only reason I even watched it a second time is because I was watching. watched it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, okay, like I like, I don't care. Like I'm not gonna like no, I I'm not gonna watch it. Again. Yeah. Like it's not that bad. <laughs> but it's just like yeah. And you watch the best half too. Like the second oh half is, is the best the half. The first movie. half is like just yeah, so slow. It's not very interesting. Like I mean, it's not very you, you for sure. Absolutely, not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I can appreciate it. Um, Christopher Nolan did a, a solid job. Like, um, what's his name? Killian Murphy. Is that yeah, how you pronounce mm-hmm. it. Kill his role. Yeah, like I was fully invested in his character. People like Matt Damon and Robert Downey Jr. did yep. amazing. Uh, what's her name? Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm solid job right i know i'm missing a couple people but yeah like you were saying they have the avengers of actors in that movie like just everybody (laughs) it's amazing yeah um i thought it was a great depiction of oppenheimer himself and and the atomic bomb it was Mm -hmm. cool to see but it's like a one time i'm and i'm good yeah i don't don't need to see that film for sure like it's cool for sure maybe Uh, we'll have to like review that one a little more in depth in a later episode for sure but yeah. Um, number three, once again, I also agree. I have air. Okay. Um, now this is a biopic that I can get behind. This is one that I, I don't mind sitting down in like, uh, I don't know, even a couple of months, a couple of months to a year, be like, Hey, I haven't seen this in a minute. Yeah. Let's watch it again. For sure. Um, And kind of like you were saying, I love that. It's not Michael Jordan. I love that. It's not mm-hmm. Nike. I love that. It's not um, what's his face. It's Phil Knight. Yeah. Uh, it's this random dude named Sonny. Yeah. Like sitting at a desk, just finding out right what's really going on. Like, how can we make this company succeed? Because right now we suck. Like we're the bottom of the competition when it comes to basketball. Yeah. Like, how can we just get our numbers better? Right. And he knows that the only way, obviously, is Michael Jordan. Sure. And where you kind of said like it would have been better just to kind of implement Jordan a little bit more. Yeah. I didn't I didn't really 
care that much about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that they stayed away as far away from Jordan as possible. Okay. I like that they um, brought the parents in it more. Yeah. Than, rather than for sure. Michael, because <clears throat> what was he? Uh, 17, 18? Yeah. You know, the parents he's early decide, college. Yeah. Like, so to really bring in the parents because it's, it's contract material and seeing like the mom knowing Jordan's worth, like, yeah, no, you're like, this is the deal or you're right. not getting my son mm-hmm. and like change change the history basketball of how, forever like well just of how endorsement deals yeah, are done exactly yeah. so to see that kind of unfold in i mean it works for these athletes it's even gotten to the point where you know um college athletes are getting endorsement right deals now so right. like it's it's a good edge for the younger sports like yeah. that college level sports I, I i like that it's gotten to that point for sure um but i loved the film and like you were saying that it came off of amazon first is it <laughs> yeah, is amazing definitely um at number two i have mind you i haven't seen some of these films like mission impossible sure yeah so yeah can't add it but gran turismo wow love that film super it's, cool i don't uh, i explained it when we reviewed it but yeah i had the same feeling watching gran turismo as i did when you first introduced me to the first creed movie oh wow. it's like yeah why can't I do it? Like I can do it and I am going to do it. I just got to keep going. That yeah. Kind of feeling. Yeah. Um, the acting was amazing. I'm never going to remember any of these actors name, but whoever played yeah. Hopper, um, <clears throat> he killed it. He's become slowly one of my favorite actors for sure. Recently, especially cause I just started watching stranger things again, <laughs> restarting it anyway. Nice. Um, it's a great concept because it's real. Like that actually happened. They turned a video game into like an actual um, thing. Yeah. Uh, race competition, whatever you want yeah. to call it. Like, and it worked. I don't. I like don't he's he's still a yeah he's still a racer. Like it's not like it just happened yeah. and it was a fluke. Like it still happens. Yeah, that's ah, uh, that's so mind blowing to me. Yeah, because you can't do that with any other video game i mean no actually no you can't you literally can't barely (laughs) even do it with this yeah anyways great film i love the story um the dedication you could see like all the work ethic i loved it i loved it all around and yeah it was amazing yeah for sure if my number one spider-man if spider-man didn't come out this year that'd probably be my number wow super cool super cool um but yeah obviously across the spider-verse is the best i'm not even gonna say it's a cop-out if you're the best you're the best it is what it is <laughs> yeah like yeah it it changed the game for animated films yeah i mean look at tmnt it already like started getting catching fire with these other studios um a lot of animation studios are going to try to copy it but somehow make it their own uh, it just is what it is. It had one of the great greatest stories of the year. Some of the best character yeah. development, as you said. Um, and it just makes you love these characters more and more and more. And want like, right. like when's the third part coming out? Right. Like everybody's just, you know. I haven't felt. So when they, when they ended it off the cliffhanger where he's in front of himself as Prowler. Yeah. And then it cuts and it's like, roll the credits. Yeah. And everybody's like, what? No. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. And like, I started feeling that way and I immediately calmed down. And I just looked at the screen and I was like, 
this is the exact feeling I got for Infinity War. Yeah. Like, this is actually exactly what I wanted. Yeah. So I was like no longer mad, but I was excited. I was like, yeah, a movie did it again. Like I for was sure. able to feel the same way as I did before, which I appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like it was, you just, you, you can't do it. You can't beat it. Yeah. It is what it is. hundred percent. Well, I yeah. think we, I think we've got a couple of super solid lists here. And uh, obviously we don't want to drag this episode out too long, right. but I'll, um, I'll put us both on the spot here with two Ooh. quick questions. Uh, first, we've mentioned a lot, like we haven't seen a, a bunch of movies. There's still movies that are coming out. What is a movie that you either haven't seen or hasn't come out yet this year that you're looking forward to the most? And you can name a couple if you have a couple. I would have to say um, Aquaman for sure. Uh, just cause I think the first one did so well. I'm excited to see how the second one turns out. Um I was excited for Hunger Games, but after talking with you, not so much. I probably shouldn't have undersold it so much. It's it's not a bad film. It's not a bad film. It's a good watch. I don't know. People have uh, not people. I've heard two opinions. Yours being, uh, and then my other friend saying greatest movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's so not it's like, that. <laughs> it's definitely not a that. Really big spectrum. I yeah. have to base this on. Sure. Um. There was a movie that I, I wanted to see, but I, I don't remember what it okay. was. Yeah, a couple, a couple of great options, though, for sure. Yeah. Uh, for myself, I'd probably say um, I'm really looking forward to the to seeing Killers of the Flower Moon, mm-hmm. which I think is coming out on streaming pretty soon. Oh, cool. Um, I think DiCaprio is a great actor, and it's just such an interesting concept for a story that yeah. I feel like needs to be told more based on like what what you know the film's about. And so, anyways, really looking forward to seeing that one. I'd also say Napoleon. Mm-hmm. Um, with Joaquin Phoenix yeah. looks really interesting. I know it's gotten a lot of flack for historical inaccuracies. Nonetheless, I think it looks like a great epic. Yeah. Um, and my last one that I have just recently started seeing more for is uh, the Ferrari movie about uh, Enzo Ferrari and it, Adam Driver's in it. Looks really interesting. Just a really interesting concept. Oh. Um, again, I guess we can credit Gran Turismo for getting me into <laughs> racing and getting yeah. me into Formula One. And then like, oh, Ferrari's coming yeah. out. Oh, this, <laughs> this would be pretty cool. Hmm. Um, all right. So second question here. Um, we don't have enough of these to do like a list or or anything. So I'll just ask you, um, we've talked about three TV shows on uh, that have come out this year on our podcast mm-hmm. um, being Secret Invasion, Ahsoka, and Loki. Of those three, or let's just let's just call a spade a spade. Of those two, Loki or Ahsoka, which was your favorite TV show that you saw this oh, year? You didn't like Secret Invasion. <laughs> um, that that's tough because I'm already super invested in uh, Marvel, and I thought mm-hmm. the first season of Loki was phenomenal. So it's hard because you're basing off season one to a season two. Sure. I don't know. Okay. Because <laughs> Ahsoka was a great step for Star Wars. Yeah. Especially for TV shows. For me, the, the TV shows have been super boring and I don't want to watch. For sure. Ahsoka, I got excited for each new episode. It's yeah. it's somebody I don't I don't even know the origins of, and I'm that invested. So the fact that right. you can get at least me invested in something like that 
is a high praise, but like we talked before, I was super um, interested in this storyline of Loki. I loved the character development, like it all kind of wrapped up. Honestly, though, I'd probably take Ahsoka. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That was like such a 180, I feel like. Like you were just talking up Loki, like you were like, Ahsoka's really good, but Loki, and so it's Ahsoka. (laughs) I don't know. I just, it just feels right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. It feels good. Fair enough. Um, my answer is probably the same. I yeah. think I think um Loki's a great TV show for sure. I yeah. I would say it's it's definitely up there as, as some of the best Marvel TV that they've put out, right. as we talked about very recently. But um just the the storyline, the characters in Ahsoka were much more interesting for me to get to know. Yeah. Um, and I think that kind of just made it made it edge out loki for what i would say my favorite of the year was um plus just like i love when franchises that are very well established are able to incorporate new aspects that makes them really cool or interesting and like some of the choreography and the fighting of ahsoka was like whoa this is super cool and you've been doing star wars for like what since the 70s you know what i mean like just (laughs) half a century so it was super cool to see some of that kind of stuff and and that's what gave me a lot like i would say makes me think it's the better show for yeah me. and i mean you can only see so many different lokis yeah 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 there's only one ahsoka for sure plus it brought for out sure. darth vader yeah yeah that's one of the super best cool I've ever seen. yeah that, that might be one of the best tv scenes uh that i've seen in a long time yeah well uh if you watch us on YouTube, drop a comment. I guess just wherever you listen to us, yeah. you can drop comments. Drop us a comment of uh, what your favorites of the year were. Yeah. Um, and let us know what movies we missed, what we need to see. And I'll let you know right now, we didn't miss Barbie. We left it out yep. on purpose. It was it was well near the bottom of my list for a reason. Yep. Um, and because I'm a very small-brained individual, I'm just going to pull up this here real quick and remind myself that next year we've got top 10 albums of the year. That so, super exciting. I'm, I'm really hoping, stoked for... I'm really hoping we have some actual some, some differences. differences. Yeah, yeah, a 100%. lot of differences. I feel like we will. Yeah. I feel like we will. I think at least our number one I know is going to be very different. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. know for a fact. Fair enough. Yeah. I think you'll be surprised with where I put a couple of them that we've both talked about. I have to really sit down and think about that. Yeah. Um, But I'm super stoked for our December episode lineup. Got a very exciting awards episode that we're working on. um, That'll come out at the end of the year. So more will be on that shortly. And uh, movies are great. Yeah. Cheers to movies. We love movies. Yeah. Cheers. (laughs) The stupidest thing I've done. (laughs)